Non-stop talk radio. What the devil is all this noise? Streaming 24 hours a day. Talkzone.com. Okay, we're going to finally do this. I guess this. we're ready now. Yeah. Okay, in this article, it's called Planetary Sojourns. And again, I want to say, this is Edgar Casey material, and the problem isn't that Edgar Casey is on or off in the material he's bringing through. The problem is, is that the people listening to him are not discerning anymore. They have put him on a pedestal. Everything he says is God's gift to them. They do not, they do not ever question what he says. Every article in this thing says, well, remember, Casey said this, so we, you know, this is how it is. And that is my big problem with it. You know, everybody who's bringing information through from the other planes has their share of difficulty getting it 100% right. It's a tough thing to do. You know, we, we've been told before that we're not 100% accurate. We have pretty good, pretty good odds in our favor, but we're not 100%. And Keith and I look at each other and go, huh. I wonder where we're off because we're always trying to get at that 100% mark. And I don't it, know. And it seems like we're closer to 100% than we are, you know, and I think a lot of people think that. Like, you know, our perception is right. And so Right. Right, exactly. You know, we were sort of disappointed, but then after a few days and weeks leached out, we go, you know, our percentage isn't half bad. Right. You know, it's not 100%, but it's not half bad compared to what's going on in the world. And we're not asking people to follow us blindly. No, never. Never. And that's a big problem. So here's what Casey says. Uh, in a nutshell, he says, past earthly lives give you your personality. Planetary sojourns provide experiences that develop your individuality. Let me explain what he is saying here. Basically... Basically, he's got this backwards. He's saying that your life on earth is your primary life. And that when you aren't here, you you travel away from earth and do different things. But really, your anchor point in the universe is here on earth. That's like your soul out of God. Your anchor anchor point point is the earth. Okay. I can't begin to tell you how few people that's true for. Really, really few. The majority of people, this is how it works. Your anchor point in the universe is your soul. And then from your soul, you have lives either on the ethereal plane, other places from where your soul resides, or lifetimes down on earth. But your soul is your anchor point. So, he says, your past earthly lives give you your personality. Planetary sojourns provide experiences that develop your individuality. It's just the opposite. Your soul is what gives you your personality. You know, what happens when you are born out of God generally onto the ethereal plane. Most, almost all the souls on earth right now, their anchor point is their soul on the ethereal plane that was born out of God onto the ethereal plane. By the way, there are many, many, many souls in the universe that were born onto a different plane as their anchor point. 
And they never ever come down to the ethereal plane or the physical plane. Ever. God sends out souls to all planes. And then that plane is their anchor point that they start at. Even if it's the fifth dimension, the sixth dimension, the seventh dimension, whatever. From that place, they have lifetimes that they send maybe a part of them, a fraction of themselves they send down to earth. No, not to earth from those higher planes. Generally speaking, not. Generally, then they'll go down to maybe the ethereal plane or another plane. And they keep evolving themselves until they merge back into God. But for those souls who were born onto the ethereal plane, the ethereal plane is the anchor point. You see, he's holding that earth is the anchor point, and that's just so rarely, rarely the case. Now, when your soul is born out of God, your soul will have all kinds of different personality aspects. If you're, if you're, like every baby, every baby has all kinds of, um, tendencies like each one is sort of branded a certain way aptitudes and everything that he or she is likely to be except for this is a soul level baby an ethereal same, baby same thing actually exactly a soul level baby now if you are anchored predominantly in light you're going to have 51% or more of you that is light based and 49% or less that is dark based as a soul anchored in the light, your job is to convert as much of that 49%, whatever it is you got, into light in your journey back to God. And if you're anchored in the dark, it's just the opposite. You know, folks down here have a lot of judgment about dark. <laughs> and God actually sends out half in the light and half in the dark because they, they source each other. In other words, they source each other's lessons. So, you know, does it make sense that a soul is anchored in their school? Because earth is the earth school. It's not my home earth, it's the earth school. You go to the earth school to have your ego adjusted a bit here and there, and then you go back to your own uh, place of resonation or place that you have evolved to the next level. So, he's saying that you actually, um, your past early, earthly lives give you your personality. And actually your soul gives you your personality. And your soul gets that personality the moment it's born out of God. And just that, like Keith was saying. And then that mixes with past lives too. Past lives or lives on other ethereal plane, yeah, planes. Existences, other times, exactly. or between lifetimes. So the planet, he says planetary sojourns provide experiences that develop your individuality. But actually it's your past lives and your experiences all over the place that provide for, to help you develop your individuality. And it can be planetary sojourns too. You know, like let's say you live on another planet or you have dreams that goes, goes to another dimension or planet. All of those help shape you, but you know, it's like you come out of God with a certain kind of package that you're uh, more likely to be. You have lifetimes that shape that more, and you know, between lives or in your dreams or in higher states, you get uh, connected with other realms also, and all of those blend and mix your 
aptitude, your personality, uh, your intelligence, it, it all comes together as far as I can tell. Part of why we, we do uh, shows like this is because of how important it is to develop your discernment. We have been trained in discernment pretty rigorously, and it was for the intention to put us on air so that we would be helping teach others. So when you, when you are engaging in anybody's material, you want to turn on your discerning and leave it on. See if things resonate. You know, I'll notice a lot of times that I'll read something or hear something, and inside me it says, that's not true. And if somebody were to say to me, well, how do you know it's not true? Well, I can tell inside me that it doesn't feel right. Okay, if that isn't right, what is right? Sometimes I can answer that question, and sometimes I can't. Sometimes I know, like in this case, I know why he, why Edgar Casey is off. He's got the thing backwards, and I understand that. Other times, I might say to you, I don't know why it's off. I just know that it is. You know, if you have this real need to say it's off and have an answer for why it's off, you're too wrapped up in your ego. For you to be able to say it's off and I don't know why it's off is for you to just be humbly saying the material is off, I don't know how it's off, and then you know what you want to do, you want to file that somewhere in your brain. Because what will happen for me oftentimes down the road, a minute, an hour, a year, ten years later, all of a sudden I get a new piece of information that resonates. And up will pop that memory from whenever ago, and I'll go, ah, this is what's right. And I finally have my answer. But you see, I'm not needing the answer so that I'm this big person that has an answer. I'm waiting for the answer that resonates. Living in the question, it's the same thing. When you go to, you know, you have like a question, you're trying to figure out an answer, and you live in the question, and you keep living in the question until a dozen answers come in, until one of them, your whole body says, that's the answer. Now you've got the one that resonates completely. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. And thank you very much for being with us today. So there's different levels of truth. Let's say a book has 83% realistic uh, truth. Uh, let's say another book has uh, 90%, another book has 78%. So you don't want to take all that the book tells you. Or people. Some people are pretty, uh, pretty right on. And so there might be in, in the high 80s into the 90s, uh, speaking truth and you know they might be they might be speaking truth that way but maybe they're actually living the life at the level of 81% where it's true with life and nature and spirit and their own soul their own body and everything some religions say a religion has um, uh, 47% truth you know you don't want to follow the whole thing but it might have some really valuable parts to it or uh, your favorite friend, they might have 
you know, pretty good truth, you know, and pretty good advice and everything. But let's say 18% of what they have to say is, uh, come, is either coming from the wrong place or just doesn't know, but will take you to the wrong place. So we must be discerning if we're going to get on the road that will take you the furthest. In one of the CDs we just did, there's a real nice example of that. And I'll let you order it to get you see that. Oh, <laughs> you're bad. It's a really good example. There's two more places in this uh, brief article that I find to be not correct. Here's the next one. Keith likes this one. Um, the readings indicate the endocrine glands are a point of contact for the soul forces, a meeting place for the spiritual, mental, and physical bodies, and by implication, a place where past earthly lives and planetary sojourns meet. By the way, planet Earth sojourns, so to speak. You know, it isn't that we go off on these journeys when we leave Earth. We go home when we leave Earth. You know, he's like, well, this is home, and then you go on these journeys when you're in between lives, and it's reverse. When, you know, you go home when you leave here, and then this is the sojourn, actually. Yeah, they have it inside out. They have, they have it Earth, inside out. Earth and human beings are the core of everything, and actually, you know, we're not the top act in town. Yeah, well, based on the rest of the stuff, he says that's exactly what they think. It's a pretty sad story. Anyway, the endocrine glands are not the point of contact for the soul forces, or better said, not the only point of contact. Yeah, yeah. That it just isn't true. You know, telepathy. Where are the endocrine glands? All over your body. Oh well, telepathy. I think, yeah. Telepathy comes through your third eye and your bottleneck. So, you know, so and that's your a, bottleneck doesn't have those glands, I don't think, but your third eye does. Yeah, so that's when I was doing my telepathy training, my bottleneck is what just went haywire. The well, third eye and bottleneck just went nuts during that. Well, you see, you know, like sometimes we'll see a guide, like, you know, we'll, we'll just see somebody in the room kind of thing, and, and that's not third eye or, or something, you know. It might work on your third eye and nerves and other parts of your body to, you know, perceive that. But, you know, it's other parts, too. It's not just the endocrine endocrine system. Be discerning. Don't be putting people on pedestals. I don't care who they are. I, you know, the Dalai Lama. I love the Dalai Lama, and I don't agree with him everywhere. You know, I've heard some things he said. I go, that isn't right. Well, look at he lost his country on a stand that doesn't work. I mean, how wise is that? Well, he was and, a, a boy, but you know, yeah, it was the stand of his sure. people. Sure, and he's a great, great, great man. Great man. He's a great man. He's great got a, example. He's got a great, great heart. But that doesn't mean he's right everywhere. Nobody's right everywhere. I wish we were, but we're not. It just isn't the way it is. We'd like to be. <laughs> You're listening and to keep working on it. That's right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. This other part scares me even worse than what I've read so far. So let's do it. Uh, we won't probably get it all done before break, but we'll get it in before the end of the show. It is difficult to contemplate the potential power you have, according to Casey. Not only do planets influence you, but you influence planets as well. Keith is already rolling his eyes over there. Well, well I know we do, but to the level they're speaking. No, is, um... it's pretty scary. 
Rather than the stars, uh, the star directing the life, the life of the individual directs the, directs the course of the stars. See, that's a direct quote of Casey. Here's another direct quote. For man was created a little bit higher than all the rest of the whole universe and is capable of harnessing, directing, and forcing the laws of the universe. So I just want you to know that man was not created a little bit higher than all the rest of the whole universe. No. So here's the deal, folks. He's coming from a really, really big ego, and he's got all of his people believing it, and they are not discerning. I tell you, I read their stuff. You know, he is a god to them, and this is way, way off. We are not, humanity is not a little bit higher than all the rest of the whole universe. You know, we may be on the top of the stick on the earth to some degree, but if you could see the guides around, you know that we're little puppets more than anything else going on here. I mean, we're just working our way up on a low scale yet. Uh, and, you know, our experience knows that there's beings way beyond us and plenty of them. So, you know, we don't have the, the big game in town here. Not even close. Especially when you put the word universe in there. I know. It's a pretty big place. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it's just, it's so not true. And I'll tell you something else. It's so not humble and that's scary. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> 